Hey everyone, as you figured out by now, we are not having services tonight, which is a huge bummer. Because I tell you, man, tonight is like my favorite night of the week. I love being able to hang out with all of you. And so when I found out that we had to cancel services, I was just as bummed as you are. Because I've been looking forward to week four of Goliath Must Fall for such a long time. But I've got some really good news for you. The good news is Catherine is safe at home. Yeah, Catherine is safe at home. See, some of you might remember last year around this time, we had this big like snowmageddon, snow apocalypse deal where there was like black ice and snow and, you know, all sorts of crazy traffic and people tried to get home, but Atlanta was like gridlocked and no one was able to get home. Uh, for some people, it took like up to six hours, seven hours. Some people, it even took days for them to get home. It was crazy. Like I actually heard this story of a woman who was like going to the hospital and she got stuck in the traffic and she was on her way to have her baby. And so literally in the middle of traffic, she had her baby in the car. Okay. It was crazy. Absolutely crazy. And my wife last year was stuck in the middle of this. She was stuck in traffic all night. In fact, it took her over 11 hours just to get to miles. It was crazy. She was stuck in the car. She had her phone, but she had no way to charge the phone and her phone was dying rapidly. And so she and I would stay in contact with one another, but because her phone was running out of battery, we could only talk for like a minute and a half at a time. And we would wait about an hour between calls. So every 60 minutes, I was a nervous wreck because I wanted to reach out to her. I wanted to call her. I wanted to hear from her, but I couldn't because I knew her phone was dying. And so meanwhile at home, I've got like the TV on and I've got my laptop up and I've got my phone out and I'm tweeting and texting and calling and it's like command center up in here because I'm trying to reach out to people that might be within like a five mile radius, someone that can go get her, someone that can make sure that she is safe. And yet I'm stuck at home powerless. See, there was nothing I could do. And all this fear and all this anxiety was rising up in me because I had to stay at home and there was nothing I could do and there was no way I could reach out to her to make sure she was safe. And some of you have felt that way before. Some of you have felt powerless and anxious and there was all this fear and maybe it's fear that keeps you up at night. Maybe it's fear having to do with your family because as much as you love your family, it seems like your family is falling apart. And maybe you feel powerless because your parents are splitting up. Or maybe you feel powerless or you have all this fear and anxiety because your friends or, or your used to be friends are no longer hanging out with you. Your best friend is no longer talking to you. Or maybe you fear all this, all this peer pressure coming on you and you have fear and anxiety and you feel powerless. And we've been talking about this guy, David, who went up against a, a giant named Goliath. And I got to imagine that David's had moments in his life where he had fear, where there was anxiety rising up in him. I mean, after all, there was that one moment where he faced Goliath and Goliath was a giant. He was nine feet, nine inches tall. And everyone else was scared to fight him. And so I got to imagine that David had at least a little bit of anxiety, at least a little bit of fear as he went down into the Elah Valley to face Goliath. I mean, there Goliath is, a warrior that no one else dared to fight. And here's David walking down into the valley, this dark valley with his heart pounding out of his chest, not knowing what to do, not knowing what's about to happen. In fact, many years later, David actually wrote Psalm 23, where he was reflecting on the events of that day. And this is what he said. 
He said, even though I walk through the darkest valley, I will fear no evil. <laughs> I will fear no evil? Like seriously? Like you're facing a giant that's nine feet, nine inches tall. A giant that everyone else is scared of. How is it that you can walk down into this dark, dark valley and yet fear no evil? And he tells us in the very next line, he says, even though I walk through the darkest valley, I will fear no evil because you, God, are with me. Not I will fear no evil because the giant's really no big deal. Not I will fear no evil because I'm the man and I've got it figured out and I can beat him and I know I can do it on my own. No, no, no. He says, I will fear no evil because you, God, are with me. See, when you know who's with you, you don't fear what's against you. When you know who's with you, you don't fear what's against you. Even though you may be facing a giant in your life, even though your family may be splitting up, even though your friends are disowning you, even though you fear all this peer pressure, you don't have to fear. Because when you know who's with you, you won't fear what's against you. And so even though we're not having services tonight, this is what I want you to do. As soon as this video is done, I want you to, to grab your Bible. I want you to open it up to Psalm 23. You can even look it up on your phone. Turn to Psalm 23, and I want you to read the whole thing. It'll only take you about a minute or a minute and a half. And I want you to read Psalm 23, maybe read it a few times, and then I want you to ask God this question. Say, God, what's the line in Psalm 23 that means the most to me? What's the line that gives me the most comfort? What's the line that puts me most at peace? Maybe it's the first line of the psalm. The Lord is my shepherd and I will lack nothing. Maybe it's the line where it says, God, you will make me lie down in green pastures and you restore my soul. But ask God, God, what is the line that gives me the most comfort? And then I want you to ask him this question. God, why does that line bring me the most comfort? Why is it that one line makes me feel safe? Why does that one line make me have less fear? And my prayer for you and my hope is that as you have this conversation with God, that you would realize that when you know who's with you, you won't fear what's against you. Guys, I hope you stay safe, stay warm, and we look forward to seeing you next week for our night of worship. Thanks.